Welcome to part one of Health System CIO's interview with Brian Lancaster, VP of IT in Nebraska Medicine. In this segment, he talks about the challenge of getting different departments to collaborate following a merger, the enormous difference between implementing an EHR and leveraging digital tools to transform care, and why it's so important to be able to tie IT priorities to the organization's core objectives. I think uh, the best place to start is with some information about Nebraska Medicine, just maybe like a high-level overview of the organization. Yeah, sure. So we're located in Omaha, Nebraska, and um, basically support the surrounding uh, region. We're, in essence, two hospitals and 40 clinics. And we have an academic partner, the University of Nebraska Medical Center, and we share kind of the same mission with that uh, partner, which is basically, a, I think, a, a pretty visionary and, and lofty mission to transform or to lead the world in transforming lives for a healthy future through our educational programs, innovative research, and extraordinary patient care. We're a $1.8 billion academic health system. And then we cross all specialties, and we're really known for our kind of our specialty quaternary care, so cancer, transplant, cardiovascular, and things like that. And it's fairly recent as far as, as Nebraska Medicine and, and the university coming together, or what's the best way to describe that? Nebraska Medicine has had many different names over the, over the years. It, it also had the name the Nebraska Health System, but that relationship was established in the, the late 90s. Um, prior to that, uh, what was Nebraska Medicine was in uh, Clarkson Regional Hospital, and then right across the street was University Hospital. And then in the late 90s, through the vision and, and collaboration of, of some of key physician leaders, they uh, basically decided to join forces. And I think that's been a, a great relationship and has really given um, what was Clarkson a, a long runway now because of the relationship with the university. Okay. And then from an IT standpoint, how is that work? Like, how is that structured? You report to the vice chancellor? Yes. So on, from an IT perspective, that's a, a great question. Um, up until 2018, we had two different IT departments um, with, with two okay. different CIOs. So I had a colleague on the academic side, and then I focused most of my time on the clinical health system needs. And then we, we of mm -hmm. course, collaborated a lot. In 2018, the then CIO for the, the University of Nebraska Medical Center retired, and I, I think through the leadership of our, our chancellor and our, our CEO, they basically said, you know, it would make a lot of sense to create a shared services model. So we moved joint efforts under, under myself. Uh, so now I have responsibility for uh, both the, the academic side, which includes educational and research missions, and then also the providing care clinical mission, so both UNMC and Nebraska Medicine. I mean, it gets complicated quickly because we're also affiliated with the broader university systems. So okay. the University of Nebraska, in, in essence, has three campuses and, and really functions as one university. So the three campuses from a, a general higher education purpose is in Lincoln, Omaha, and Kearney. And 
uh, the University of Nebraska um, system has one CIO that I then collaborate with. And that's a, a relatively new change for them as well. They used to have a CIO over each of those campuses, and they've, they've done some similar consolidation. Okay. okay. Yeah, I can see how it gets a little complex. Yeah. But being able to, to, to tie things together and, and um, incorporate that research is really important, but just a lot of figuring out, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where everyone's unique, but they're not until they are if that makes sense. So there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of commonality in terms of servers and network and things of that nature. And then you really understand what a researcher is trying to do versus what a physician is doing when they're providing care versus what yeah. a faculty member is doing to teach a class. And then what happens when those three roles are done by one person? So if you look at the academic yeah. health system, we have individual leaders who go from teaching a class to providing care to doing research, and then also serving in administrative functions. So, so I think it's, it's how do we make sure we can serve them when they need to be served, right? Like so when they're doing research, yeah. it's, it's a flawless experience just as when they're doing care. And I think that was a lot of the thinking behind consolidation was right, wrong, and different. When you have a separation, I think there is a general belief that, okay, that type of issue needs to be solved by that type of person. So we don't really have mentality of all working together in that mindset, right? And, and I don't think yeah. it's, it's not ill-willed. It's just, oh, that's a yeah. clinical issue. So that needs to go to that team. I don't want to step on right. their toes or any turf. But when, like I said, when we all we share a network, we have applications transversing that network. You know, it really gets complicated pinpoint okay, whose problem is it really and how do we collaborate across all of our disciplines to solve that problem. And, and I think yeah. um, we're not there yet, but we have, uh, I think, uh, made some great progress towards it. And I think fundamentally that progress was just starting to build the mentality of see a snake, kill a snake, right? So if you see a yeah. problem and you know how to solve the problem, you know, don't call a meeting to talk about the problem. You know, go solve right. it. You know, it, even if it's a clinical problem and you're an academic first-day person, you know. So, so I think that sort of thing has gone a long way. Yeah. An ongoing process, as you said, but sometimes that the first steps can be the hardest one. The important thing is just kind of getting that new mindset across the organization. Yeah, absolutely. It's gone a long way. And I think it's just talking through, building relationships, creating new processes, or educating on processes that were in place but not followed. I think that, that's all kind of key to start to make some of those changes. Yeah, for sure. Now, um, what would you say are really your biggest priorities right now? From my standpoint, I really try not to have IT kind of lead what those priorities are, but making sure that IT is aligned with the business, and then our priorities can reflect them. So I think a lot of that gets into really understanding what the priorities for our health system and the academic medical center are. And that gets into things around eliminating patient harm, cultivating trust and well-being, partnering across our region to create a clinically integrated network to better serve the needs of those in our community, having an engaging experience for our patients and our employees, driving best practices. You know, those really speak to some of our core strategies. And then yeah. we translate those into something that uh, resonates to the IT team. So if you're working on a server or you're writing code or troubleshooting a problem, you kind of understand what our objectives are and how they match to when our CEO or chancellor speak 
and that translates to six strategic objectives. Uh, the first is consumerism. To me, consumerism is a key IT strategy and it really talks about how to use technology to transform how we teach, how we um, do research, and how we provide care. But there's a buzzword of digital, right? So I always wondered, well, how is digital any different than rolling out electronic medical records? And it wasn't right. until we really understood this consumerism strategy that it really started to have an aha moment. The rollout of electronic medical record is really automating the current process. Very, very important, but not transformational. It doesn't really change yeah. the way care is provided, right? So on yeah. top of that, we really have this digital strategy that we're pointing as consumerism, and it really does cross all three missions. So now researchers can get infrastructure as a service through a portal, and they don't have to work with IT to get infrastructure if they want to do a genome sequencing compute model, right? And from an educational standpoint, it also changes in, in terms of from all of our lectures, we have those digital and accessible on iPads, and, and that is time outside the classroom. Now the time in classroom is more hands-on and questions and things of that nature. That's a digital mm -hmm. campus, and that, that is a, a flavor of consumerism. And then from mm -hmm. a healthcare perspective, it, it really is empowering patients to take care and, and to become healthy, and, and that gets into telehealth and the digital front door and all those types of things. So that's a key right. strategic objective. Uh, another yeah. strategic objective is optimize. So optimize is basically do all the systems we deployed work as intended or as they need to be? And that goes, again, across all, all three missions. But most probably top of mind is physician frustration with our electronic medical record. And, and many of us, I think, are guilty as charged of doing probably two or three years of worth of work in 12 months to yeah. get meaningful use. So now we're really focused on how do we optimize those workflows in terms of do we have the right order sets? Do we have the right documentation templates? Do we have training and all those sorts of things? So optimization is a huge strategic objective for us. Another one yeah. is connected. Maybe it doesn't sound like it's a strategic objective on, on the surface, but when you don't have connectivity, it quickly becomes a strategic objective. So how do we make yeah. sure our wireless network has the appropriate bandwidth across every location? How do we make sure it's going to enable future innovations around location services and things of that nature? And then also, how do we prepare for 5G? So connectivity is, is a key strategy as well. Another strategic mm -hmm. objective is economics. The economics in terms of how do we make sure that we're being the most cost-effective with our technology decisions as possible? So how do we consolidate platforms? How do we decommission systems that haven't uh, achieved the value uh, propositions that they may have had or really are a one-off use case and now we can standardize in something else? Yeah. Economics also gets into probably most commonly referred to as innovation. So can we use technology generates you know, new revenue streams into the organization, and that gets into things like deploying our electronic medical record to, to smaller organizations, doing hosting, to doing app development resources, and, and things of that nature. Um, then the last two objectives, you could argue, are probably very tightly related, but it's security. Um, so, so how to make sure we're really investing in modern, state-of-the-art, automated technology to protect us so next generation firewalls and all those sorts of things. 
then also identity management. So, so how do we not just have a, a digital identity management uh, system, but how do we make sure that is providing an experience across the organization that is delightful, um, then also more secure? Delightful in terms of if I know at what point in time a physician is a researcher versus teaching versus providing care, I can create a custom experience for them that can probably uh, reduce clicks and things of that nature. Okay. So a lot there, but I like how you, you frame that out as objectives to kind of more like cornerstones and not like this is a project that starts and stops at this day, but it, it seems like a much more realistic approach from your standpoint. Yeah, so, so then our general approach is to take those buckets. So, so we have, I think, a compelling vision, mission, and objectives, and we kind of touched on that. From there, we build strategies and tactics, and then those are really what you would look at in terms of a project. And when we try yeah. to do that, it creates a golden thread. So when our CEO or chancellor talks, they're talking about transforming lives across the region through education, research, and extraordinary patient care. It's hard for a help desk person or a workstation support person or a server person to really understand, well, how, how am I transforming care by managing yeah. the server, right? So we try to draw that line from this is how that enterprise strategy matches to important your work doing to virtualize our entire infrastructure so it's a push of the button, right? Um, yeah. And that gets into the strategies and tactics. And, and I guess the simple way of thinking about it is there's a connection between vision, mission, objectives, and strategies and, and tactics. And it's really, I think, my job as CIO to create those connections for what's related so people can understand it, then also allow those to direct our tactics. So many times I feel people do action plans, not strategic plans, because yeah. we're so focused on the project and not really understanding how that's actually going to move the meter, and is it really strategic. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.